back again another episode of Behind the Vinyl, um, bringing some of the uh, the greatest records of all time to the attention of you all. Um, we got a guest today. Hello. And you are? My name is Olav Dauks. And oh. you are from? I'm from the band Bocasa. Oh, it's again. Mm, there we yeah. go. Now we've got a drummer. Yeah. We, we, had, <laughs> we had Jorn. Jorn for a second time joining us. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, uh, yeah. He did a... Uh, Finally a guy with rhythm. Finally <laughs> yeah. a guy with rhythm. Absolutely. Supposedly, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've just come off a long stretch with Metallica. Yep. Uh, how many shows was that in total? I was... 25 with Metallica, and then we did about six shows of our own, like right. club shows. Cool. Yeah. Damn. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, something to remember Yeah. in my old days, I suppose. You don't told me a funny story about how when you play, I think you played Moscow in Russia. Yeah. And, and like the, the, the backstage area, you said it looked like uh, something from Fight Club. Oh, really? And that, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and then that y there was nothing there, like hardly no ch chairs or anything. And there was like no alcohol. And some dude came with like a um, plastic bag, bag with some random beers in it and gave it to you. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, another guy came and took the bag and said, no, no, not for you. <laughs> yeah, that, that was for Ghost instead. Oh, it was? was <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think our guitar tech called that room a KGB yeah. interrogation room or something. <laughs> it's fucked up. Nothing on the walls, just pipes coming out of the ceiling. And uh, oh, really? <laughs> nice. A bit different from yeah, Gothenburg or somewhere else. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. It's pretty scary. Yep. So, um, so Jorn did um, most recently... Um, get a grip. Get a grip. Yep. Mm -hmm. And before that, he did uh, Guns N' Roses, Usual Illusions too. Yep. And you are doing? I'm doing uh, Ramones by the Ramones. Finally. Right. Finally, an album with rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Great rhythm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, this is a great album. This yeah. is a really good album. I, I love it. It's a big yeah. album for me. Hey, how did you get into this? Uh, you, firstly, when were you born? I'm born in 1992. 1992. Yeah. Jesus. So I'm 27 wow. at this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got into it because my sister uh, went to Australia to study. Okay. And she left all her CDs yeah. in Norway, and I'm like the last child, so it's like 10 years between me and her. Right, yeah. And like when I was like 9 or 10, I started like going through the CDs. I found like uh, yeah, Turbo Negro and uh, Rancid and stuff like that, but also she had like 10 Ramon CDs. Wow. So I just started with the one that's called Ramon's. And uh -huh. uh, like instantly started liking it. Okay. Because my uh, my dad's a guitarist, and he always listened to like blues and Pink Floyd and stuff, a bit more like technical stuff. Right. Yeah. And I guess when I heard Ramones, I was just like, oh, you can play <laughs> kind of simple <laughs> music, and like, you can still be fun and cool and uh, yeah. really good. Excellent. This was 16 years old when you were born. Yeah. This album was 16 years old. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, really crazy actually. Yeah. yeah. For it to have so much of an influence on you. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. It's uh, 1976, 23rd of April. Yep. Recorded in seven days for 6,400 bucks. I don't believe it's recorded in seven days. Okay. I've, so. I've heard stories that it was recorded in, in one day. In one day? In one day. Okay. Yeah. They went and recorded the whole album in one day. Okay. Because they, they didn't have a clue. They right. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. It's 29 minutes long. So 29 minutes. Yeah. Just sat there and played, banged it out. And then probably the the mixing and the mastering and all that kind of stuff probably added up, up to added up to seven <laughs> days. Yeah, that's the story I'm going with. That's yeah, I, mean, okay. I mean that's the story with the first Black Sabbath album, isn't it? That they recorded. It's, it oh in yeah, day. sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's so the same yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean both those True. bands had a lot of live experience, so it's probably just banging out. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an interesting band. They looked interesting. Yeah, sir. Yeah, I never. 
Ramones for me came like way after like all the stuff I listened to in the 80s and the 90s and all that. And um, I don't know. I I like I like this first album. I like the Ramones, but uh, you know, it's nothing that I, I wouldn't say that I constantly play it at home. Pops up every now and then. Yeah. Mm. But um, but they're cool. I think that the image and whole that whole thing and and Joey looking kind of weird yeah. and all that that added to the whole thing as well looking weird and really kind of unapproachable in a way yeah he was yeah, so certainly. shy and so awkward yeah mm. um, and he had uh what's that called ocd or something yeah real bad OCD yeah a real bad one as well really yeah where he had like to uh you know, i think i saw a documentary it was like he had to uh you know um check if the door was locked or or walk down the stairs a certain way and yeah. that that usual OCD stuff, but okay. and he had it really bad. Yeah. Yeah, and they were apparently waiting in the car for him to drive to another city. Exactly. And they had to watch him walk across the street seventeen times. Or exactly. Like s- <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. In order to get in the car. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine that before driving for yeah. eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> like See, I always thought uh, Johnny was the problem. Right. Maybe it was like he was just fed up with uh, Joey after all those years. Yeah, Joey, and and you got Dee as well, who's a heroin <sighs> addict, you know. And yeah. That's, uh, I mean, I, f- I think they needed like a leader like Johnny to keep everyone in. Probably, yeah, probably yeah. keep him in check. And uh, there's Mo- a, there's what's a the tour manager's name? Monty, Monty, someone was the tour manager. Oh yeah, and, and he yeah. he become like the the extra member. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a cool clip where they're doing a TV interview, and I can't remember if it's Didi. He's sitting and he's tapping his leg uh-huh. frantically. And one of the other guys just taps him on the leg, like, stop. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah. Love it. I, I worked with Didi for quite a few years. Oh, yeah? The first time I met him, he asked me for drugs. No. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> yeah. His first words were like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, hey, man. Nice to meet you. You got any drugs? And I'm like, no. And he was like, okay. And then just talking. Yeah. Cool. It's a trip. Uh, um, let's nice. play um, opening track, I think. Uh, yeah. Blitzkrieg Pop. Mm.
uh, Blitzkrieg Pop. Um, we're on behind the vinyl. Um, that's a great song. Yeah, Opening it is. song, first song of your career. What a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's a song that stood the test of time. I mean, a lot of their songs did, but I mean, it's probably their most famous song. Yeah, I would think so. Probably, yeah. yeah. I think the first time I heard it was Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two or Three. I think. It's oh, really? Yeah, it's a part of the soundtrack there. Okay. That oh. was before I started like going into the Ramones, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the funny thing as well that it was. I think we talked about that before, how like British punk compared to like New York punk and all of that. And it's I mean because Ramones is really is like bubble bubble gum on on punk. album. It's like it's like bubble yeah. gum yeah. bubble gum pop yeah, you know? but it's so much heavier live. Yeah, it's heavier, so much yeah, faster maybe. as well. Right. Heavier, yeah, faster, like, yeah. maybe aggressive. The yeah. fans are. But yeah, there is that. Uh, that, yeah, I get what you mean when you say bubblegum pop. Yeah. Because their later album, uh, End of the Century, which they went with Phil Spector, has a lot of those kind of poppy right, yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of focus on melody, yeah. I think. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine these guys in the studio with Phil Spector? Yeah, it sounded weird. <laughs> it sounded wild. Like, it's yeah. crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I saw that uh, End of the Century documentary right, about yeah, their yeah, whole yeah. career. And uh, you could just tell that Johnny hated Phil Spector. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because Joey was like, <laughs> Joey loved him and Phil loved Joey, but Johnny was just like, because he spent like a, I don't know, I think they did like 120 takes wow. for the opening chord of oh, right. uh, Rock and Roll Radio. <laughs> oh, and Johnny's just like, yeah, we'll go in and play. But uh, yeah, so I think he kind of uh, got bored of that shit oh, really Jesus. quickly. Wow. I, is it in the documentary about the, the shirts that Johnny wears? Um, not sure. All, all the shirts he wears are um, very American. You know, they have oh, very okay, American. Right. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, be it the the Yankees or right, the okay, Mets yeah, or yeah. whatever that, that yeah. he wore, and and there was an American beer shirt he'd wear, or an American, okay, you know, peanut butter shirt, right, Coca right. Cola, or all these really American things. That's that's what he'd wear. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So. Okay. Yeah, well, he was a Republican, so it makes sense that he's a bit. He, he was. He, yeah, he was really I didn't Republican. Know that. And, wow. Uh, yeah, man. And the singer was uh, more of a liberal, liberal guy. So right. Okay. Interesting. That was also a part of their feud. Like oh, that's cool. Yeah. They, they clashed for years. Yeah, yeah. but that, that's some. That's usually, and we've talked about that before. I mean, that friction. Yeah. Probably makes great music, like we Jagger and Richards yeah. and uh, yeah. Eddie Van Halen, David Roth, and all that stuff. I think that uh, that works in yeah. a way. Yeah, but but also this is a band that wasn't living in a tour bus and wasn't flying private jet. Right, that was sitting in a van, man. Yeah. So, like but that's you, also you something. You guys are living the the luxury life compared to what they were. Yeah, they were <laughs> sure. Yeah. In in a van. Yeah. yeah. With no bunks in there. So yeah. So now let's play another song uh, super quick. Beat on the brat. Beat on the brat. On the brass with the baseball bat Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh ho Beat on the brass, beat on the brass Beat on the brass with the baseball bat Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh ho Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh ho What can you do? 
That's something I wonder as well. With like with that, the classic um, with that album cover being on tons of t-shirts and all of that. Um, did they get some of that money from all those t-shirts sold, or is that the photographer? Or you know, I think so because the guy who came up with their logo was a guy in their crew. Like right, he, he okay. did lights and also designed the logo and stuff. All oh, right, and, okay. Uh, there. I guess fourth drummer Richie Ramon. Right, right. Uh, he got fired because he said that he wanted a piece of the T-shirt oh, okay. money uh, right. because he felt that they wasn't being compensated uh, fairly. But that must have been some good cash. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Over the years, Over but the I'm years. sure there's yeah. a lot of people ripping it off. But I think they yeah, yeah, might yeah. have had the trademark. Uh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. You, huh. you can you can still find that brick wall that's still in uh, New York. Yeah, in the Lower East Side, just around the corner from. Um, what was, which is now the John Vavato store, oh. CBGB's. Oh, right, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's this really nice garden. Okay. Like a fenced-off garden, which is open during the day. And the people that are in the in the kind of flats there kind right. of own it and look after it. And the, oh, the actual cool, spot, you can still go. Oh, cool. And we went there maybe a year ago. And uh, the guys there told us exactly where it was. It's oh, right. really old. These old dudes, you know, maybe 70 or 80 years old. Right, right, right. Yeah, there it is over there. <laughs> um there's, there's lots of little things around around that area because that was that was like like um, drug central around yeah, there yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and gang central and yeah, there's yeah. lots of little Ramones things where they used to live obviously CBGB's right um, one of the other album covers was shot at the back of CBGB's oh okay cool um, yeah was that Rocket to Russia or something Rocket yeah, to Russia yeah, was yeah, shot cool, at the back yeah. right um, um, also they used to live the guy who did the logo yeah. used to live just around the corner and they lived with him. I think Dee Dee and, and Joe oh, lived okay. with him for a while. Mm. Yeah. Roberta Bailey was the photographer. Right, And okay. it cost 120 I think they, they, they paid her $125. That was it. Cool. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Ever seen him? No, unfortunately not. I think they did, did, uh, they did their last show in 96, didn't they? So I was four years at the time. No excuse. <laughs> no, I don't know. My dad should have took me. Yeah. But uh, I heard Mar- Marco Ramon splits Cree. He goes around playing the songs. He, he was in Norway quite recently. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah and uh, I remember I was supposed to interview, I think, Marco Ramon several years ago, but it fell through because I, w- I, I had to leave town. Uh, and then I know that, was it Richard Ramon who's still out there playing? Absolutely. And I think he played... Um, 
in my um, neighborhood, like this past summer or something. Oh, cool. Right, okay. At a place uh, called Melody Box. A lot of cool. Uh-huh. Glenn Matlock played there this past summer. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember cool remember place, yeah. But I missed that show. But, um, yeah. I think CJ Ramon, you know, which come, he come much later, he's still around playing yeah. in yeah. some way, shape or form as well. Yeah. Did you ever see him? I saw the Ramones, yeah. 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 Oh, cool. I saw him uh, two or three times. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So they played Australia. They played the Big Day Out Festival in Australia. Oh, yeah. right. Yes, yes, yes. So huh. I, li- I I can't remember how old I was. I was probably maybe maybe 18 or 19 okay. or something. It was one of the first years of the Big Day Out. And I, I pushed my way to the front of the crowd to uh, to get right on the barrier mm. uh, to watch them. And... Um, it was a bit of a weird clientele around me. It was like not really the Ramones, what right. I thought would be a Ramones kind of crowd. Right. And um, then Smashing Pumpkins walked out. Uh-huh. I got the timings wrong. So it was first it was Smashing Pumpkins and then another band on the other stage and then the Ramones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was the first time. And I wasn't in the Smashing Pumpkins at all. Right. And I watched the Pumpkins uh, live and yep. they just literally blew me away. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, wow. I thought they were, they were absolutely amazing mm, live. Cool. And, um, and I've liked them ever since. Hmm. Yeah, yeah happy accidents. Yeah. Very happy accidents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. good. Huh. And, and then they played, you know, mm. and very little talking. Yeah, they because they, they were just smashing in, songs together. Counted in, yeah. smashing yeah. songs, two-minute songs. One, two, three, four. Yeah, constantly trying to play faster and having a shorter set, I think, like trimming it down by two minutes and stuff like that. Absolutely. So that's yeah, a cool way to approach it. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they uh, influence, you know, you were just down on the road with Metallica who were influenced yeah. by them. Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody, or in some way or another. Lenny, yeah. you know, yeah. God, you know, yeah. um, he, he referred to them as his favorite band ever. Mm. Yeah. So. And there's a great book, Please Kill Me by Lex McNeil, by the whole New York punk scene. That's a oh, great, cool. great book, the uh. oral history of all that. Yeah. Even if you're not into the music, that's a great read. Oh, cool. And if you go to New York, you can do a walk, mm. you know, like a, a New York um, walk around that area. Right, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's super cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, we're going to go out with uh, Judy's a punk rocker. Oh, classic. And, Judy's um, a punk rocker. Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank See you. you. Fun. Yeah. And we'll um, enjoy tonight's show. Thank you very much. Thank you, Judy's a rocker.